0: Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three or buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. Hey, welcome everyone, back to another episode of Rolling with Ungayo. Today for me is October 11th, uh, also known as Indigenous People's Day because fuck Columbus. For some of you, it's uh, probably maybe a week or two before the Wednesday before Halloween, I think, because we're on some weird time-shifting schedule with these podcasts. Everybody gets to master their own sense of time, which is beautiful. Here we go. We're going to start with dessert first. I've Pretty much stayed in Sacramento all this week. I didn't really have any gigs, which is nice because I'm heading to Vancouver next week. And so that's going to be a beautiful seven day. So it's nice to rest up a little bit. But what I did do in terms of dessert is I went to this place, this new place called the High Water. It used to be the Poor house. Oh, sure. P-O-U-R house. Uh, and they had these homemade peanut butter cups, right? Big, big ones like the giant Reese's cups, but they had, one was uh, straight peanut butter and dark chocolate, which I love. And then another one was almond butter and dark chocolate. They served it in a trio. And then the third one was coconut and dark chocolate. And that tastes kind of like a, uh, what is it? A mouse or an almond. Enjoy the almond. So it was like a mouth. Those are, those are really good. And then I went to a lunch yesterday uh, which we will talk about. It was nice, uh, upscale casual, and they had all kinds. Of, they had medicated cheesecakes. They had uh, a medicated um, – it was like a ginger spice cake filled with cheesecake that also had marijuana in it. I ate half of one of those, and then I was perfect. What I really liked about this lunch was that they had the dosages – on all the little pastries, right? So when you look at the cheesecake, it says 30 milligrams. When you look at the medicated eggs and sausage, it said 45 milligrams. So you could kind of, if you know your dosages, I know that I'm about a 30 milligram dude. If I eat more than that, then I'm kind of done. But if, I, if I'm i at like 30, 40 milligrams of marijuana, then I'm at the high level that I like to be at. Some people like to be crazy. Like I know cats, man, they'll eat 200 milligrams, or there's a company out here in California that makes a 5150 bar that has like 500 milligrams of THC in it, which I personally think is a lot. I think that's a high dose. I'm not sure uh, if you need that as a, uh, a recreational user. Maybe as a medicinal user, you could find some, some peace in that, but really 500 milligrams just seems like an uncomfortable existential anxiety attack, and then sleeping. That's what it seems like to me, but everyone is different. All right. So that was dessert and it was really, really good. And here we are chilling in Sacramento, packing to go to Vancouver. I haven't been to Vancouver yet, so I'm really looking forward to it. And since I didn't really go to another town today, I thought I would talk about uh, towns that – so so we've been talking about cool towns and the challenges that they're having. Like, see, so I have a friend who's got a very portable job, which is nice. By the way, millennials and even older people, if uh, this whole working for a company for 30, 40 years and then retiring on a pension, it doesn't work like that anymore. So it's good if you have some portable skills, right? I mean, writing – is one of the classic portable skills. Anytime you can telecommute so you can live somewhere and send your work somewhere else, or you can travel around while you work. That's a good way to do it these days, but I'm I'm rambling. But so I was talking to a friend of mine and he likes towns that are on the verge, right? He lived in Portland for a while before it got too crowded. Now he's living in Sacramento and he's like, well, Sacramento is kind of almost done for me because he likes cities like right before they get super cool and popular, Uh, He likes to watch that whole transformation, and we were discussing towns to live in that are kind of on the verge of things, and I had a few suggestions for him. My first one was San Antonio, Texas, and people kind of roll their eyes. They also roll their eyes when I say Sacramento, so fuck those guys, but uh, San Antonio, Texas, and here's why it's cooler than Austin, first of all. It's way more diverse. I mean, Austin's cool, and it's got the hippy-dippy – not the hippy-dippy, but like, oh – That's where all the liberals live in Texas, and that's the blah, 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 blah. And it's cool, but it's still still Texas, man. Some of these bars out there still have problems. Good LGBTQ community. It's got uh, excellent, excellent cultural diversity, and it's got really liberal marijuana laws for Texas. You can carry up to like a quarter ounce, man. Last time I was in – uh, I went to visit some homies. they had like five different kinds of marijuana sitting on the table when I walked in that 's very california that 's very west coast style you don 't see that all the time when you last time I was in Austin or the time before I was in Austin, we had to drive around for three hours trying to meet the weed man and uh I gotta say that i was I had never been more homesick for for the West Coast in my life. I was like we can 't just call a delivery service we can 't just go to a store like you get so spoiled. You get so spoiled when you live out here in the West Coast. You could just pop into a shop or call someone and they'll bring it over promptly. Not like Weed Man promptly. Like, oh, yeah, man, I'll see you in an hour. And then three hours later, you're still sitting in a parking lot outside the 7-Eleven. Like, where the fuck is this dude? So we can do this drug deal. Who who wants to do drug deals? I just want to buy weed. You know what I'm saying? So I could recommend San Antonio. The rent is still pretty cheap. Uh, The food is very good. The people are hella cool. Um, Another place I would recommend would be Tucson, Arizona, uh, of all places. I know you hear Arizona, and you think that it's going to be crazy hot all the time. But Tucson, it's the nice breezes. It doesn't get, you know, it's not like Phoenix where it's 125 degrees by 8 o'clock in the morning and your shoes are melting and you got to drive with your oven mitts on and your lip balm melts in the car and spills all over you and all that shit. It's not like that. You know, it gets warm, but not crazy. And it's got a college, and it's got cool people, and I like Tucson. And my third one that I will recommend, and it's kind of a dark horse, and you may make a face, but I'm going to tell you right now, Reno, Nevada. I know. I know. I know. I know. It sounds weird because most people think of Reno. A lot of times you go to Reno, and it just smells like desperation and meth. But I'm telling you, Reno is on the come up. One, it's the gateway to Burning Man. So a bunch of artists and shit, you know, they've been going to Burning Man a lot and they drive through Reno. And after a while, they're like, man, we're just going to stop here. We're going to quit driving from California to Burning Man and just set up shop. Uh, Reno's got its own Burning Man hotel. It's like an art collective hotel and shit. And you can be a member and hang out there and do all that cool stuff. Nevada has no state taxes, right? Cause they make all their money on gambling. And if all goes well, knock wood, knock wood, Marijuana will be legal uh, after, after the election. And so there you go. Now that you can smoke weed in Nevada and you can live in these cheap-ass Reno apartments and they got a nice little art community, I would say swing by Reno. I mean, it's going to get cold in the winter. And you got to drive over that pass. But it's close to the, the, the skiing and it's close to a lot of things. And it's got the big airport, which is all I really ask for. Airport, good internet. Nice people, not too much meth. I mean, there's going to be meth everywhere, but you know, what are you going to do? It's still Nevada, I guess. So, those would be my three towns that are on the verge. I haven't explored too much in the Mideast or the Deep South much, but uh, those would be the towns that I recommend for that. Um, speaking of marijuana legalization, let's discuss this for a little while because there's still a bunch of people out here. Who are complaining, you know, uh, oh, these new rules are bullshit. They don't go far enough. Uh, i that we have to have regulations on our marijuana. We can't, it's, it's big, big pharma. Oh, Monsanto. Oh, big marijuana. Oh, it's all going to be corporate. You guys, stop! Stop with the bullshit. These are the same people that were against Proposition Two Fifteen in nineteen ninety-six because it didn't go far enough, right? But look what we have now, right? We got all the dispensaries. We got all these cool things. We get marijuana is de facto legal in California. You just pretty much, in essence, you buy a weed license, which allows you to smoke. And grow and enjoy marijuana. That's really what you're going when you go to see the doctor for your your bad knees or your insomnia or your menstrual cramps or your tendinitis or whatever you got. You're buying a license. You're just buying a weed license. It gives you the the ability to smoke weed wherever cigarette smoking is allowed, except for a moving vehicle, and you can possess up to eight ounces. So these 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 people who who always want to be against. Regulations, and that's really what it is. It's not that they're against legalization, they're against being regulated. And I, man, I get it, man. We're all free spirits, we're all full of vim and vigor and individualism. And that's one of the things like when you think about cannabis legalization and cannabis legalization activists, everybody's got a huge, strong individualistic streak, which makes sense because you gotta have to be a little hard headed. Right. And a little bullheaded to think that you can take on the federal government and win. Right. And so hardheadedness and bull goose loony activism. It's totally I'm totally with it, man, because we are all on that page. And it's because of these crazy individualists and these these cats who've come together and worked hard, man. People have gone to jail. People have lost livelihoods. But we have better marijuana laws than we did 20 years ago, than we did 15 years ago, than we did five years ago. And this is just another step. See, everybody wants to think that once you legalize on paper marijuana, like activism is done, everybody's going to be done. No, man, it just changes. There's always going to be a need for more activism. We still got to get people out of jail. But anytime we can lessen the problems and lessen the enforcement like here's this i i know more than a few people who have court cases pending in california court right now for growing marijuana for selling marijuana for being in the in the cannabis industry and their cases are on hold right the prosecutors don't want to proceed with the case until after the election because if marijuana is legalized these cases go away Right. No one's going to spend time. No one's going to spend money. The prosecutors aren't going to prosecute because they feel like they won't be able to get a conviction. You know what I'm saying? People will be able to get their records expunged. Right. Think about that. Right. It's not just about growing all the weed you want. And by the way, in California, the new rules allow you to grow six plants as if you were a medical cannabis patient. So that's where we are. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how lessening these penalties is better for everybody right here on Rollin' with Ungayo. Rollin' with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Voober vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now Bought a game for your phone gonna make you say, wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, with Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Should be no crime. think is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hempink. I said Yo yo yo, it's your boy T.J. Shred that James. You're listening to Doctor Bean on Cannabis Confidential. L.A. What up? Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Like hey, hey. Roland with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right, we're back. And like I said, man, anytime you lessen the penalties for everybody, that's better for everybody. You understand what I'm saying? Right, so I feel like California has missed six years of of where we could have made these rules even better by vote when we voted no on Prop 19 in 2010. We kind of lost six years of making better regulations, of making more. We just fell into infighting and everybody, oh, the CCHI, oh, this, oh, this, oh, that, and, and so now we have we have Proposition 64 on the ballot, and people are still complaining. I don't, I think. They're just in the way of progress. When you look at it like this, in Oregon, and I don't know the exact stats, but they've changed all the things, right? So before, if you got caught with weed, you were going to get arrested. You might go to jail, right? And if you got caught with a lot of weed, it was a felony. You know what I'm saying? So now you get caught with a lot of weed. It's a misdemeanor, right? So even if you are over your, quote, unquote, allotted allowance, Ryan, I think you're allowed to carry uh, an ounce or two or three or four. If you get caught with more than that, it's a lesser penalty than it would have been three years ago or four years ago. And it's the same way with Prop 64 in California, right? So even if you still want to remain an outlaw grower, if you can't handle regulations, if you don't want to deal with water boards and zoning and all that shit, you just want to grow weed and sell it to Nebraska or or sell it to people who don't like to go to clubs or just sell it to your homies because you got a nice network hooked up already and it's all good. It makes it easier for you. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. So even God forbid, knock, do get busted. Your penalties will be less. You will have less trouble. You will have to spend less money on lawyers. You will be facing less jail time. These are all things that are better. This is what I'm trying to tell you. It's it's not America doesn't go for big sea changes, man. Shit is incremental right and that you have to accept that and you have to work on it and sometimes it's a bigger increment and sometimes it's a smaller increment but that's how we do it think about race relations right we've been working on this shit for 50 years and in some ways it's gotten a lot better and some things haven't changed so the battle still goes on so you can you can you can still vote for marijuana and still remain an outlaw and know that it will still be easier for you. You understand where I'm coming from? And all these guys hammering about, oh, all the money's coming in and all these corporate farms and all this bullshit. Yeah, sure. That's true. There's we, all these guys coming in to try to do it. But California also has space for small people. Think about this. You drink Budweiser? Hardly ever, right? When was the last time you had a Coors Light? Hardly ever, right? You fucking you drink uh, an Anchor Steam or a Rust Dollar or some sort of local brew or a micro brew. You like a flavorful thing. So all these cats who are going to run around and, you know, buy a fat sack of two pot, a 10 spot pot, as my friend Mike Backus likes to call it that. Uh, for everyone who's doing that, there's going to be other cats who want to enjoy some of the natural high life lines small batch, some micro grows. And that's important. And, and California makes space for that. And that's why I vote yes on 64. And I've, I hope that everyone in every state with a, with a marijuana legalization issue on the ballot, votes yes. Uh, there's, it does a couple things. One, voting yes makes it easier for people, right? Anytime something is more legal, that's easier for everybody, outlaws included. Two, it gives more political cover to politicians who might like to be involved. But remember, politicians' first thing is they always want to stay in office. So if they feel like marijuana is a, quote unquote, third rail, they're not going to want to fight for it. They're not going to want to be in for it. So you got to give these politicians a chance. And I know that sounds so weird. I know. But you got to set them up, man. You got to put them in a position to succeed. You get these new rules once, boom. Now, weed's legal in California. So now all these cats in Fresno money, they can go lean on their politicians and be like, I know you guys are trying to have a countywide ban, but you're just fucking it all up. We could all be making money right now. And this is America. And as much as I love social justice, Money talks, man. And that's just how it is. And that's what they do. So these are the reasons that you should vote yes on every single marijuana legalization ballot that comes your way, except for the one in Ohio that one time, which was just trying to make uh, just a straight up oligarchy. That was a bad plan. So I agreed with that one. But Prop 64, I'm all for it. The one in Massachusetts, I'm all for it. The one in Florida, I'm all for it. The one in Nevada, I'm all for it, right? I think there's one in Montana, I'm all for it. There's one in North Dakota, I'm all for it. More, uh, more legalization of weed is more legalization of weed, right? A vote for weed is a vote for weed. Everybody vote for weed. Don't vote against marijuana. You're shooting yourself... In your metaphorical foot, I'm just full of metaphors and similes today. I think I need more marijuana. What should I smoke, you guys? I think I have some. Oh, you know what? I got a new thing. My homies' uh, gardens ripening up. Uh, I'm looking in the weed drawer right now. What's that sound? It's my drawer of weed. That's right. I have weed in my drawers. <laughs> nope you don 't want to go through my briefs. I have some lemon sherbet I think that 's what i 'm going to smoke. It comes in at eighteen point six eight percent t count so and it 's also very early in the morning i haven 't even had my oatmeal yet so uh so that 's my point. You guys vote vote yes for marijuana, and then we can all travel around. Think about that think as it stands now with these laws. You can actually drive from California to Illinois to Michigan and still and maintain medical marijuana states all the way there's a patch like you'd have to drive up through Oregon right so you take the 5 through Oregon through Washington you turn right on highway 90 and Washington's all medical marijuana there's 90 miles through Idaho where you can't have any weed at all so keep that shit low dude but then when you get to Mon- Montana they got medical marijuana when you get across Just think about that. Think about the freedom that you could have if you could drive through Arizona, if you could drive through New Mexico and not have to worry about it. I got to tell you, man, not having to worry about being hassled for marijuana as a relatively young black man in America, it fills my heart with joy. And with, and with pride and with love to feel like sometimes America can get shit right. And that's what we're doing with, with marijuana, man. It, just get it right. Just make it make it a little better sometimes. You know, these are the things. And then we can eat good and have th- – oh, that's what I was going to talk about. I forgot. Okay, so uh, in Sacramento, just yesterday, probably two weeks ago for you guys, but just yesterday for me, I went to – like I said, I went to a lunch. Hold on a minute. Uh, There's an event that happens in Sacramento every two weeks called the Orbit Show. And it's like a almost like a farmer's market vendor space. Uh, It's kind of dab centric, dab heavy, but you can also get flowers and glass and edibles and topicals and all these things. And some of the people behind it put together a nice little get-together yesterday. It was, you know, 20, 30 people. We sat around. We did some dabs. We smoked some blunts. We smoked some joints. Everybody had some nice flavors. And then there was a nice little medicated meal and, and non-medicated food for the people who don't medicate or don't eat a lot of the medicated food because you can get caught by surprise on that shit. Uh, pretty easily, it can change your whole day but it was Sunday, nobody had much to do I think I went to a movie afterwards and saw uh, shit, what movie oh, The Magnificent Seven which was mm, how do you put it It was okay, It it didn't do anything special but it also didn't suck, you know what I'm saying so it's not like I would be like, oh man go see it, go see it, and it's not like I'm all oh, don't see that shit, it was terrible, it's more like yeah, all right." It was cool. If it comes on on cable, I think you would enjoy it. You could probably enjoy it on the Netflix or renting a DVD if you still do that sort of thing. So I think we need more of those is what I'm saying. We need more low key events like all these giant cups and things are cool. And I'm looking forward to the Emerald Cup this year. I just uh, I just found out I'm going to be a judge again at the Emerald Cup, and that's very, very exciting. Look forward to that on these podcasts, man. I'm going to be up in the Humboldt Hills smoking my ass off and tasting weed and being all, oh, the terpene profile on this is delicious, and I love the, the effects. It's a mix of the body high and the blah, 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 and the yada, yada. I love to be fancy in my pants with the marijuana, but we'll talk more about that in just a few moments when we come back here on Rolling with Ungayo. Peace. Rolling with Dungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors, so stay right here. Mindful of sustainable practices and limiting their environmental footprint, Sansal hemp is always grown outdoors, as nature intended. By starting with uniform genetic profiles, Sansal ensures the plant will maintain its optimal performance and yield consistently throughout its life cycle. It is through innovative processes that Sansal is able to achieve pure whole hemp extracts, and meet industry requirements and the level of quality desired by many of their customers. Healthy plants? <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at OrangeHillDevelopment.com. Educator, author, and advocate Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. Author Catherine Hiller and her great new book, Just Say Yes Marijuana Memoir. So I love the way you use time in the memoir. I started it at the present time, and I described a visit to my dealer, and then I would go backward in time so that every chapter starts a little bit earlier. I do not feel that marijuana has in any way harmed my life. It certainly hasn't led me to the streets. It's led me to a more joyful life experience. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. And welcome back. Rolling with Ungayo, episode six, maybe? doesn't matter. Really, it all blends together. Time is an illusion if you listen to certain reggae songs. So I'm gonna be a judge at the Emerald Cup this year. Let's talk about things that are coming up. Uh, I'm headed out to Vancouver for the Interna- International Cannabis business Conference. That'll be fun. Then I get back. I'm doing a show in San Francisco on the 22nd but you probably uh, it will probably be too late by the time you hear this so plan, it, plan ahead for other things. Oh, here's one. November 14th, the cannabis the 15th or 16th occasional. Cannabis Comedy Festival is coming to Harlow's in Sacramento. We will have something posted up there for you. Harlow's Nightclub in Sacramento, November 14th, 8 o'clock. Tickets will be on sale soon. It's going to be a great time, and the patio is very 420 friendly after the show. That's always good. And I'll be at the Humboldt Hemp Fest at the Mateo Center in Redway, California, which is Will, and that will be... November 11th and 12th. And then the Emerald cup outdoor organic cannabis competition and festival with the Marley's and all other kind of people is December 10th and 11th at the Santa Rosa County fairgrounds. Okay. So that's mostly uh, the marijuana gigs that I have uh, in the next couple months. And I'm going to thank some personal sponsors. I'd like to thank the homies at chameleon glass comedian glass, uh, my personal purveyors of pipe-like products. And I'd also like to thank uh, my marijuana label. If you go to naturalcannabis.com and check out the High Life team, you can see me, Margaret Cho, Layla Price, Liz Taylor, Shawn Michaels. I don't know what it is with porn stars. I know what it is with porn stars and pop because weed and sex go together like weed and sex. Everybody do the smoky pokey and smack that ass around. You can see that in my act. <laughs> uh, you can check that out there too. Follow me on the Twitter, ngaio420. Follow me on the Instagram, ngaio420. Follow me on the Periscope because that happens every once in a while. Or just follow me down the street and ask me if I have any marijuana. And uh, if you catch me in the, and I have time, I will definitely smoke you out. And then you can smoke me out. And then we can smoke each other out. And then everybody will be happy because. A friend with weed is a friend indeed. Do I have anything else going on that I'd like to talk about? Oh, read all my articles. I'm in the Hemp Connoisseur magazine. I'm in Freedom Leaf magazine. I'll be in Cannabis Now magazine this month. And sometimes I write, oh, and uh, SAC News Review and Monterey County Weekly, uh, they carry my advice column. So vote yes on marijuana. Always vote yes for marijuana. Never vote no For marijuana. I can't stress this enough. Vote yes for weed. Hold your nose and vote yes for weed and vote no on Trump and be yourself and love everyone and have a good time and learn to roll a joint. If you're an adult over the age of 25, it's something that adults should know how to do, right? You got to know how to do your taxes. You got to know how to change a tire. You should know how to use a condom and you should know how to roll a joint. These are the things. These are the things. I think somebody should make a list. The things that people should know as adults, I, I would put rolling a joint. Even if you don't smoke weed, you should still know how to roll a joint because you never know if your skills might be needed in an emergency. <laughs> Maybe somebody's hands are tied up and you got to give them a joint to save their life. All right. This has been another episode of Rolling with Guile. We look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day. Peace.